When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, fellow gamers. You're listening to the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast, and we are ecstatic to have you here with us for this week in gaming. On Thursdays like today, we break down recent gaming news that we found the most interesting. If you haven't already done so, please take a second to rate our show five stars and leave us a written review. Also, if you want to help support the show, you can do so on Patreon. We do rely on listener support to keep our lights on, and supporters also get access to bonus episodes twice every single month. You can sign up over at MultiplayerSquad.com. I am your host, Paul, and joining me, he's getting ready for that Overwatch Battle Pass grind to 55 next season, so that way he can become a shapeshifter tank on behalf of the Omnix. It's Josh. I am actually not, (laughs) Paul, because out of all the Overwatch that I have been playing, which is a Mm -hmm, fair mm -hmm. amount, I hit level 59 last night. Oh, and nice. that is a lot of playtime to unlock How many a weeks character, is that? dude. Dude, I don't know when did it release. It's a few weeks. October something, right? Yep. I, I, dude, level fifty-five <laughs> is too far along in the battle pass before you unlock a new character. Yeah, it's pretty far down the road. Yeah. Uh, alternatively, Josh, you just gotta gotta pay them those sweet sweet dollars, yeah. and you can get it right away. That ain't happening either. <laughs> and joining me and Josh. He is using a flashlight, his favorite mechanic in video games, to explore a creepy abandoned warehouse before screaming and getting killed by Hideo Kojima's newest creation. It's Michael. I really wonder what's more effective. The flashlight on Manscaped's products like the Lawnmower 2.0 or a video game <laughs> flashlight. I'm going to say it's probably the video game flashlight, but only by a hair. <laughs> mm, mm, I see what you did there, Michael. Yeah. Very nice. All right. So, guys, we have a lot of news to cover here today. I'm hoping we get to cover all of it here in our allotted time. But let's start things out with Atomic Heart. All right. Now, this is a game that we have talked a lot about in our Discord, which, by the way, if you want to join, there's a link in the episode description. Totally free to join. And we've talked about it a little bit with one another, but I don't think we've really even mentioned it very much on the pod If there's anyone out there that is not aware of Atomic Heart, it is a first-person shooter in an alternate timeline in 1955 Soviet Union. You get to craft weapons by piecing together metal parts from robots and household appliances. And the news this week is that we got a release date trailer, and IGN also gave us a 10-minute exclusive boss fight gameplay video. 
Now, Josh, you've been the one that's been the most vocal about this in Discord. I get the sense that you're pretty hyped about this one. Atomic Heart may be the game that is gaining the fastest momentum on my hype train. Like, believe it or not, I I mean, there's some upcoming games that we're already excited about. You know, Callisto Protocol, High on Life, uh, you know, we're we're about to dive... Evil West. We're about to dive into God of War Ragnarok. Um, You know, so there's all these games that we know and hope are going to be great. But Atomic Heart has, I feel like, quietly flown under the radar for a little bit. But every video that I see on Atomic Heart just makes me go wow like is that actually gonna be the game because <laughs> so, go ahead oh i was gonna say what what is it about atomic heart that you find so appealing dude the graphics are incredible they're clean they're crisp but i love the it's got this super like weird art style to it like it's almost photorealistic in a way like the graphics are super good but that's not what sets it off what sets it off to me is like the vibes that I get from it. And I mentioned this the other day when this, when this trailer came out, like I'm getting half-life vibes, I'm getting dishonored vibes and I'm getting a little bit of Bioshock vibes. Mm-hmm. And those are three games that when you say any of those three people's ears perk up because they go like, yeah, man, those are, those games are great. And I'm getting like a little bit of all three from this, man. They've got creepy, weird robot things. It's futuristic, but then it's not because you're swinging an axe sometimes and stuff like that. Like everything's super clean and shiny. It's almost like this weird sterile environment, but then the graphics really offset all that stuff. They have shown, I think at this point, two or three boss fights uh, across like the multiple videos that they've done. I Everything is just jiving with me from what I see on this game. Yeah, the Hammond on steroids boss fight that I watched <laughs> earlier was pretty cool. Um, I love one it. of the things oh. that I liked, one of the things I liked, I liked about it though is um, th- that video, the IGN video. They showed you like I think it was like seven or eight different attempts on the boss. Yeah, and they were using different weapons each time. Like I think the first time it was the guy just tried to melee this giant metal sphere, and so it looks like the game is actually allowing you to kind of tailor your playstyle a little bit, which is not something I expected from this game at all. Again, I don't know how far they're going to go into that. If it's like one where it's like, hey, if you want to melee, you can just melee and put points into that or whatever. But it was it was cool to see that in a quick example of a boss fight. Also, I'm with Josh. Graphics look great. Like they look fantastic. They look they look good. Um, I like the way the collisions happen. Like you know when when you see an axe hitting the big metal sphere, you can feel it. Kind of like what I talked about with Elden Ring. Like it looks like it's very the the physics are very well fleshed out. And so I I got some hope for this. I was not anywhere near the hype train level that Josh was, but I'm quickly kind of heating up on this one. Yeah, I mean, I've watched all the major trailers that have come out over the last couple years, and I remember this one got announced, I don't know, about five years ago, and there were some issues somewhere around 2018 or 2019. I think they, like, let a bunch of staff go, or maybe it was all the higher-ups quit. They had to, like, kind of restart a lot of things. So I kind of feel like this one's been a long time coming. My biggest worry is I kind of feel like this has written all over it amazing trailers and then when it releases, I just don't know that it's going to match and look quite as good as in these trailers. Of course, they're running all these on supercomputers. It's all rendered beautifully. I mean, every trailer for Atomic Heart looks absolutely gorgeous. I'm a little hesitant on this one. I feel like it could end up just being a shiny exterior. And once it releases, I, I hope it's not. But I kind of get that sense of like, 
Biomutant, where it's got awesome ideas, oh, and then once it that. releases, it's bad. Don't say that, Paul. That's I'm not saying that'll be the case. I'm that's saying a that's my word. Great comparison for a game that could flop but look great. <laughs> you know. So, so you guys actually thought the boss fight looked really fun? I thought, I it, thought it actually it... looked really mundane. Like, wait, wait, mm. what? <laughs> this ball fun. is amazing. All right, it's ten minutes. And like Michael said, it is several attempts, so you see the player die multiple times. But like 80% of this video is staring at a spinning sphere that rushes towards you, and then you just sidestep it. And it's just over and over and over. And there's a little bit of of playing jump rope with fire. And other than that, I don't know, I kind of felt like I want to see a little more like interaction. I felt like the boss really only had two, maybe three attacks uh, it seemed I, a little simplistic. I disagree completely, man. This thing, this ball going crazy, spinning around in circles super fast, like leaping in the air at you, uh, it, 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 like it'll dive at you. And this thing's fast, man. Like I've never seen a death ball. Like Michael cracked me up. I mean, Hammond on steroids. This is what I envision like <laughs> Hammond wishes he could be, you right. know, but it's like this thing comes at you super fast it's got all these different abilities it shows that it spins around and sucks you in it like pounds the ground and sends out shockwaves it tries to run you over and i what i liked about the video is the guy dies three or four times and every time he dies it plays like a little cartoony like almost like a fallout i got like fallout vibes from it with like the pit boy and stuff where it shows the ball like flattening you. And then it's kind of like, hey, watch out for getting run over. And then like you die to the shockwaves. And it's like, hey, you're going to get vaporized if these shockwaves hit you. I thought the boss fight looked great. We also learned that apparently the word nomep or nomep means nomep. you dead again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we I saw, saw that, that a, lot. a few times. I don't know. I, I kind of see where you're coming from on this, Paul. But at the same point... I, I kind of see it as being like a bit of a puzzle almost. Like you're supposed to do more with this boss and they don't want to reveal it. and They're just trying to show off like, I don't know, I guess in your case, how mundane the boss is. But I, I <laughs> just a lot it. of dodging. It, it is a lot of dodging. But I, I don't think every fight in this game is going to be like that. Also, it's possible that maybe the guy who was playing this was just really, really good. And he was dodging a lot. <laughs> maybe we'll see you know it, it, i don't know it's kind of common to have a boss rush and you sidestep and you see the glowy things that you shoot on the backside. i don't know that i'm seeing anything all that revolutionary there it's going to come down to the weapons that you get to craft and how much they actually allow you to do that if that all gets knocked out of the water then i'll be ecstatic i mean this is a kind of game that i that i would never buy apart from the podcast really uh it's just not really my style so don't listen to me anyway i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be hyped you don't like like half-life you don't I get like or dishonest like because like, we didn't even talk about the guy has abilities too <laughs> dishonest or dishonored, dishonored yeah <laughs> dishonored. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a huge dishonored fan <laughs> really? so i do oh, love bioshock man. Yeah. See, but there you there and again, your the abilities from like where the guy can freeze things and he can mm-hmm. heal himself. Lightning, I think is what he's yeah. doing, like lightning shocks on top of the weapons. I, like the other stuff is just I love like little details when the little ball goes spinning through the ground. Like all the leaves kick up behind him and stuff like that. Like there's just so many little things like that that catch my eye and just go like. This game looks really neat. Now, maybe the gunplay is terrible. That would be what would ruin this game, is if the gunplay just sucks. But then Mm. one of the things I liked about this boss fight video is that they showed, I don't know, four, five, six different weapons. You know what I mean? At that time, and it's kind of like, 
I, can you craft all those? Are you only going to be able to fight this thing with a pistol and the battle axe? Like at that point in the game, I I don't know, but I like that they showed off the different capabilities as well. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and move on to our second story here of the week. We're going to get into a little bit of leaked gameplay footage. Ooh. I love stories like yeah. this. I love when we get leaked footage of GTA 6. Uh, this time, what we got here was gameplay footage from what seems to be Project Overdose, which is from Hideo Kojima, the famous designer you've probably heard of. He is responsible for the Metal Gear Solid games. He's responsible for Death Stranding. And this next game, we don't know too much about, except that it does feature actor Margaret Qualley. And what we see here in the leaked footage is that it does appear to be some kind of survival horror game. We see use of flashlights. We see use of running and hiding, uh, screaming, death, that kind of stuff. But we don't see a whole lot here. So I was kind of, kind of curious to get your guys' take. What's stuck out to you in this footage yeah so clearly an early test like you can tell that when the character's walking around when you see like a red dot on the screen you know that there's actually probably supposed to be a big bad there or something but really we just see the character reacting to it um i i think with what, what little we could see from the graphics right because it's a cell phone video of a guy who is shirtless by the way uh recording <laughs> his television yeah that's what i wanted yeah, to see today is, is, is just yeah um and uh, but what we could tell though a little bit like the shading looked really good. It looked like you know um, overall like the graphics looked like they were even though it was early they'd put a lot of work into making it look a little more realistic. Um, that being said, I, I've never really played a lot of scary games, and this one does look like I want to stay away from it because it looks really scary. So I I'm scared a little bit. It looks very realistic. Like this is how people would react in that. The the animations and like the way that she runs around a corner and tries to hide in the office and then kind of like lets her guard down thinking she's safe and then all of a sudden she just screams and it says game over. <laughs> uh, I thought that was actually pretty cool. Two things that stood out to me on this. One was good, one was bad. The good one was the graphics looked incredible and the camera angle, they did something neat. That part that you talk about, Paul, she's obviously like sees something and is walking away from something or trying to escape something. And she goes and she ducks behind like a counter in a kitchen. I got like Jurassic Park vibes from that when they're hiding from the Raptor, right? Or the T-Rex or whatever it was. And it's like the camera is looking like it's over her shoulder, but then it pans around and like changes mm -hmm. perspective as she's hiding. And now you're looking at like the front of her. And I was like, well, that's kind of a neat way to do that, to, to change up the angle and stuff like that. The only thing that I saw that concerned me a little bit was there was these red pulses on the screen that would kind of say like, Hey, there's a monster or there's a sound, a sound or, or something. something. Yeah. yeah. I, and, and nothing is verifying this, but that almost looks like quick time events like about to happen. You mm. know what I mean? Like you always see like the pulse circle and then it's like press Q or something like that. I don't know if that's the case, but like those were very intrusive like i don't know what the point of those was one time it pulsed and then a light flickered and you could see the monster like over her shoulder but i'm like that could, like why are you pointing that out to me like what is the purpose of that is am i hearing sound i, I don't know like it just kind of killed the suspense a little bit because i'm like oh look right here oh yep there's a monster 
I, I think those were just early placeholders. I think that's all it was. I think it was a placeholder for something happening on the screen that the developers hadn't put in the game yet. Because it, it would have been, you're right, it would have been far too frequent for a quick time event, and it would have really seemed kind of janky in this kind of game. Like, if that was, if we're running away and they've got this heightened suspense and we don't really have control, we're basically QTEing um, a cutscene, that would not have worked. I, I saw it as kind of like when we saw the leak from GTA that this is like all the arrows and stuff pointing around, except this was a lot more cleaned up and it just basically shows like, hey, something's happening here, over here. That's why there's the red pulse because it didn't, it didn't look natural and I couldn't imagine that this would be the direction they would go with this game, especially from such a heralded creator. Yeah. So this one we still just don't really know very much about. We do know that Kojima is working on a title with Xbox, which is supposed to be exclusive to Xbox consoles. So some people seem pretty convinced that this is that project. We'll have to wait and see. The last thing I'll mention, I don't know if you guys noticed, but not only is the video a guy holding his camera up to a monitor, but inside the video, there's a picture in per in picture showing a lady playing the game. And she seems to be on a mobile device. Yeah. So a lot of people kind of pointed out, maybe they're just like trying to test cloud-based gaming, whether or not you could also play it on mobile. I don't get the sense that this is going to be a high action shooting kind of game. It's going to be very much sneak around. It looks like it's going to play with sound and things of that nature, uh, which is right up my alley. So this is much more up my alley than Atomic Heart, even though this appears to still be very early in development. And nowhere near release yet. So Josh could be completely right here, and this could be a mobile game, and those could be quick time events. In which case, I'm passing. Or you tap it to <laughs> highlight, you know, to shine your light on that. Now that is one of the things. There is some speculation that based on this article, that it is going to be a cloud based game, which means that you can play it on your phone because you don't need the hardware to do that. And a lot of this video did look like it was sort of. Uh, like engineered for a mobile device in that regard, in which case I'm a hundred percent out on this. If this is the case, yeah. I can't, I just can't see Hideo Kojima making a mobile only game. Like I would hate to see that, to be honest with you. All right, well, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back with some more multiplayer gaming podcast. Okay. We are back. Now, the next news story here is in regards to Overwatch. Overwatch 2 keeps popping up in, in these Twig episodes week after week, but what are we going to do? They're, they're the biggest game out right now. It's free to play. It just released. And in conjunction with the Overwatch League Grand Finals, they showed a reveal of the next hero that's going to be released. It is a tank named Ramatra. And uh, I was a little sad to see another tank. I'd love to see another healer, but I know we just got Kariko, so I wasn't too terribly surprised. We don't yet know too much about Ramatra, other than some lore stuff that they had with an Origin video. Uh, really, for the most part, as far as gameplay goes, what we do know is that it'll be a shape-shifting tank that'll have basically two modes. It'll have a default mode and a nemesis mode. Uh, what about Ramatra did you guys find interesting or what do you want to talk about? I think it's interesting that it seems like he's going to be another one of those mobile tanks. If I read what little I got from this is that it's not a shield based. It's not going to be, you know, so much of like a, 
a move the payload type. It's going to be more of maybe kind of like a dive comp type where you're going to roll in there, do some smacking around, go in the nemesis mode. Is that what it's called? Because that sounds extra yeah. scary. I want to I experience <laughs> nemesis mode. Um, mm-hmm. that, that sounds terrifying. Um, but that's kind of what I got from it. You, you don't see a whole lot really from the articles. It's just that it's, it's going to be a tank and it seems like he's more mobile. Did you guys get the same thing? Maybe. They did say that in the Omnic mode that he will have a barrier and a long-range spear. I don't even really know what that means. They said you'll fight at distance using this like purple spear of his. So I don't know if he's going to throw it, almost like Orisa's javelin, or if it's going to like shoot out a a pulse like a laser that that's long long range it or shoots, something it's it is like a staff but it shoots things out of the staff so you don't okay that uh, makes you don't more hurl sense. the staff what's funny is on, on this it's like hey ramatra is revealed and if you go to youtube it's like ramatra and all abilities revealed and then it's like you click the you know because i'm doing my homework right and it's like they don't know what his abilities are. No, There's no, no video they don't know the of the old. abilities. But no. every single title is Ramatra and abilities. And I'm like, okay, well, let me see these. I want like five videos, man. And no, yeah. none of the videos don't say you have abilities if you don't yeah. have abilities. <laughs> it, moreover, it's Ramatra and name of one of his abilities. Nemesis. That's it. They did, That's what you get. I did finally find a video that had a couple screen grabs of like him and his staff or the icons for the abilities, which was finally like, okay, we do have some sort of confirmation here on what these are. Um, the nemesis mode sounds really neat. He kind of sprouts two extra sets of arms. He gets really big apparently. And then general grievous. Yeah. And then he can punch. So he becomes, I, we think like a melee character. And what they're saying is is that his punches can pierce through barriers. So this sounds like a great Ryan counter to me because Ryan can't just sit there and hold his shield up. Um, Sigma or something like that. Maybe I, you know, that sounds to be what, what they're going for on that. But then he becomes big. So he's a lot easier to shoot at the same time. Um, another ability that I thought sounded really neat was he puts up this, uh, like a slow, like cylinder thing to where it slows down the other team uh, when they're inside that. So that sounded neat. That kind of reminds me of like Sojourn's ball thing, but mm-hmm. just in a cylinder instead of a sphere. They're really mixing yep. this up, guys, with the shapes Very, here. When you, <laughs> when you have 36 characters, you're going to have a little bit of overlap. <laughs> right. It's like, this is not the same ability. That one's a circle. This one's a cylinder. <laughs> I love the idea of a shapeshifter in Overwatch. Like it's kind of hard to come up with a brand new idea when there're already 35 existing characters. So the idea of shapeshifting makes perfect sense to me, and I love the idea of being able to do long range and up close and not sacrifice one or the other. Like if you play as Diva, you can't do anything from distance. Winston, you're completely useless at distance. Right. So having the idea of like a hybrid that can work with both, I think is pretty cool. Uh, I, I, I will say that when you're enormous, it's gonna be very easy for Anna to hit you with those sleep darts. So I feel like Anna more and more is becoming like a really necessary counter to a lot of these tanks. But, you know, uh, I guess ultimately I, I, can't say I really care all that much because I don't think I'm ever going to play as Ramatra because there's no way I'm dropping $10 and I'm still, I believe, level 39 in the battle pass for Overwatch 2. So I don't know that I see myself ever unlocking Ramatra. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I'm I'm getting... Paul, you're you're being done with Overwatch 2 is rubbing off on me a little bit. The only (laughs) time I have the desire to log in is if I'm playing with my daughter and and her friends at this point. That's exactly where I'm at. Uh, like, if, honestly, if friends are on, great. 
Yeah, and, and then like otherwise, but they're ruining it. And I get that they have to make money. I get like this. There's just you know, there's so many things right now, right? Like they have to make money at this game. But I hate the level fifty five for a new character. Um, I don't care about cosmetics, so none of that other battle pass stuff bothers me one bit. But I hate that you're going to put a character and then make me play. F- I've been playing a good bit, man. This is not like I've been slacking on Overwatch two, right. and I just hit level fifty nine. Like you're telling me all of that playtime, I just now would have unlocked a character like that aggravates me. And then what's funny about this is not to go off on an Overwatch two rant. Overwatch two is Overwatch one. How do you keep screwing up all the characters? They yeah, had to take Bastion out. Now May is out. They had yep. to remove Torbjorn. Torbjorn. Yep. It's like, dude, like, it's literally the same game that has been out for years. How do you screw up all these characters all of a sudden? Like, there's just a lot of things that are going wrong for Overwatch 2 right now. And it's like the game itself is not worth like the juice isn't worth the squeeze, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just not, I don't get it. And the weird thing about Overwatch 2, the things that we've seen characters be removed for, it's not like it's problems that exist because of Overwatch 2. Like, oh, you know what? This character just doesn't work with the 5v5 format. The com- No, it's that Maze Wall, which has been around for, what, four or five years now, just doesn't work right. Like, how do we let that get through testing? I feel like the Ramatra... Is that his name again? Yeah. 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 Like that, that was that was the bit of kind of okay news, and then we're back to more bad news about Overwatch 2. It's like, well, we're removing another character because we broke it. Yeah. Why is every, it broken? Every week there's a new character that's out. So yeah, May is right. on a two-week suspension, which by the way, I don't know how it takes two weeks to fix an ice wall issue. You would think with as big of a team as they have, you could knock it out in a couple days at most, but I guess they take them down for two weeks to fix and test. And uh, hopefully we'll have May back soon. Not that it really matters since she kind of sucks in Overwatch 2 anyway. But all right, well, let's move on to our last story of the week. We got a couple minutes left here. I, I did think that we needed to return to a short conversation about The Last of Us after our last bonus round episode. Uh, we talked about the fact that The Last of Us is the second most acclaimed game in the 2010s, only behind Breath of the Wild for being on the most best of the decade lists. And I decided to pick it up again because I have not played a game on console in years. God of War Ragnarok is around the corner. I didn't want to go back into console completely cold after years on end. So I fired up The Last of Us and uh, just to you know shake off the dust on, on my PS5. <laughs> and as much as I always knew I loved the opening 20 minutes of The Last of Us, it's the best 20 minutes ever in a video yeah. game. I'm 100% convinced It's the best opening 20 minutes. I played it with my wife, who knows nothing about The Last of Us. She was so riveted. She was, like, yelling and asking questions and shouting the whole time. And it was absolutely thrilling to play it with her. Because she's like, why the dog stop barking? What's going on? What's outside the house? What's that explosion? Wait, are these these zombies? Are they fast zombies? They're not going to kill Tommy, right? And it was like, the whole 20 minutes are so fantastic. And we know that they're adapting it for an HBO series coming out in January. And I think that this game is going to translate really well to TV. I can't wait for this to come out. I think it's really setting up for success, not only because it's a great story, but it also has a fantastic cast. I assume all of us are huge fans of Pedro Pascal. Oh, yeah. He's a beautiful man. 
<laughs> he's the Mandalorian. Uh, yeah. If you watched Game of Thrones, he's Prince Oberyn. He is playing Joel. And then the person playing Ellie is an actor who's also from Game of Thrones. Uh, her name is Bella Ramsey, and she played Liana Mormont. She was like the young child who was one of the leaders in the North. Um, She's awesome. Awesome. Well, she was. Yeah. yeah. She w- <laughs> was. <laughs> <laughs> she, well, she shows meets over the, so yeah she meets she an interesting awesome. fate she she might get squished by a giant um but yeah I, I think that the last of us on tv is gonna work really well in a 10 episode series i normally don't get excited about video game adaptations do you guys think this one might have legs or do you think it's destined to just be another really terrible resident evil type show i think it has legs 100 percent. there's there's too much behind it too many acclaimed showrunners and so forth um pedro pascal we mentioned that already um anything he touches probably is they, they could literally just have a whole season of mandalorian where all he does is walk around in the suit and i'd be like that's the best show ever just because pedro pascal's in it okay maybe i'm maybe i'm giving him a little bit too much credit but honestly i was really skeptical about this because of the casting i thought it was okay it's an hbo fest we're just regurgitating game of thrones actors and so forth they don't really fit the characters like but like pedro pascal's wonderful right he's not joel he's not joel at all but then i watched the preview and i'm like all right i'm i'm buying it they give him the silver hair the salt and pepper look um he's got a little bit more of a different tone than what you normally see him speak in a little bit of that but then you know of course there's that one part right in the middle of the trailer where you hear the chittering from the uh, the faceless monsters yeah, that the when clickers. they touch you you're dead no matter what the and I was like, this is, they're nailing the feeling of this, which I think is a really good start. That, that might be, I might have to edit that. <laughs> that, that might sound censored. Uh, oh, there are clickers. I tried to click clickers. The chitterers. The chitterers. Clickers. Ah, whatever. It might have sounded like something else there. It sounded a little biological. And then, and then I saw a little Paul feminine. Happy Thursday, everyone. oh man oh Oh, man so anyone out there who's a big last of us fan this uh will be a series that debuts on january 15th i had zero desire to check out the halo tv show there's been a lot along the way i didn't really care about this is actually one that i'll dial dial up and watch I, i i like this one i will say this i you know maybe i need to paul when i borrow your playstation or michael's maybe i just need to borrow last of us and give it a second chance too you know what i mean at that point but the show with me having some knowledge of last of us the show looks incredible like honestly the way that it's filmed the quality of the the acting and the cinematography and stuff like that looks really well done and if i knew nothing about the last of us this show would have my attention I'm actually really liking this trend that we're seeing where you don't have to be a mega fan of something for them to produce quality content and or is the phenomenal example of Star Wars where you don't have to you could care one whit about Star Wars mm-hmm. and Andor is an incredible show. And I feel like Last of Us is going that route as well. Like even if you don't care about the video game, the show itself on its own looks like it is top notch and so i don't have hbo but i might wind up having to get it or get somebody's password <laughs> I'll text for you it my yeah you know yeah, so i can watch this because it looks really really good <laughs> yeah you made a really good point josh as well and i won't spend much time on this but um as far as the feel and the look the like there's a couple spots in the trailer where you see something blowing up in the background and it feels just like the first 20 minutes of the game where mm -hmm. it's the same look the same feel the same not overly shaky cam but that same perspective and it's like they 
did their homework. Yeah, and there's little moments, too. Like, they intentionally show Joel's watch. And so it's like, don't worry. All those things you remember from the game, it's all going to be built into the show. So I think that one's definitely worth checking out if you have uh, a way to access Comes HBO. In January. Yeah, right? January yeah, that's 15th. That's not that far away, soon. man. Yeah. No, just a few weeks. Yeah, all right. a few months, well, I, I mean. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, uh, yeah, eight, eight weeks. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Approximately. A few. Several. <laughs> yeah, a little more than a few. A, a bunch of weeks. How about that? All right, there you go. All right. Well, I think that wraps up all the news stories that we wanted to cover here for this week. Just as a reminder, make sure to check out our Patreon page at MultiplayerSquad.com. You can also follow us on socials everywhere at MultiplayerPod. And we are all done for this week in gaming. We'll be back on Saturday for a quick take. And then come join us again on Monday where we will deep dive Gotham Knights. Any closing remarks, guys? Or are we about done to wrap this one up? Check out the Atomic Heart trailer so you know why I'm hyped. Yes, <laughs> and you'll also see why Paul is not. Cheers, all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy gaming. We'll see you all next time. All right. See you, everybody.